I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. So, have you been thinking about an open concept? Or how to fix up the basement and have that man cave you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to look into solar for your house. You've come to the right place. It's time for the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero only. On 1250 AM, the fan well, got something a little bit new this week, a new co-host. He is representing Creative Construction Wisconsin. We've had him on as a, as a special guest one time, but Eric Mischewski, he is a, a carpenter specialist, I guess is, is your title. Eric, how you been? I'm really good. Yeah, is that, uh, is that your title? Uh, I would say historical restoration expert. Historic restorational restoration carpenter specialist. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a shot. I'm not sure. Call creativeconstruction.com. Sitting in uh, this week for Bingo Emmons. I know that uh, that Bingo's listening for sure, and he said uh, that Eric better not screw this up, and he better not be too good that he's taking my place. So you just got to be somewhere in the middle, young man. How you been? I'm doing good. Thanks for making me feel really safe and comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> man, you know what? Not you're nervous gonna, at all. No, you're going to do fine. Yeah, and the fact that you were here at 6.45 is, no, you weren't here that early. But, 7.30. You know, our special guest walked in 34 seconds ago, so you can tell he's been here before. Bob Sebastian, owner of Sebastian Design. Robert, it's been a while. How you been? I've been great. How about you? Good. It's been uh, been a bit. Things are good for you? Yeah, yeah. It's I think like everybody in our industry, it's really good. Well, let's knock on wood because, yeah. you know, I'm getting a little bit nervous. Are you getting nervous at all? You know, you started hearing all the, you know, the R word and whatever, and so far it hasn't affected anybody that's either I've been working with or people are still calling and setting up appointments. So I don't know. You know, um, my timing's never spot on, right? So my wife and I have lived in this house for a long time. And we we decided a couple of months ago, maybe it's time. My, my daughter and grandkids moved west, and my son, Matthew, who is straight to the south of us, he's moving west. And uh, said, okay, you know, maybe we'll do this. We, this is the first house we ever bought. And so we start putting it together. And so next week we're going to put it up, Perfect timing, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. It might work out really well for us. If we find a buyer and it's a really nice house in a good neighborhood – um, then, then we're looking pretty good because we're not, uh, we're going to be able to find something I think in our price range and not worry about what, what, uh, interest rates are or any of that. We can just go ahead and make that move. So I'm hoping that that happens. Yeah. I think our, our real estate market is still pretty strong for good property. People are still, there's still that pent-up demand. Correct. Some of these people are still locked in at their, their better rates. Um, so I, you'll be fine. Well, so we're thinking about a condo. And talking to young Eric outside, 
you said, hey, we Bob and I have worked on a couple. In fact, we just had kind of an odd thing at a condo project out in the suburbs to uh, to the north of Milwaukee. And I said, well, what happened? He said, man, we got this uh, this uh, bathroom all set. It was looking great. And then there was a problem upstairs. And I thought, oh, man. You know, I guess that happens in, in, in your home, too, where you have problems. But we've we've never obviously lived in a condo, and, and we're thinking about that might be the way to go. Hey, Eric, when, uh, when, when you and Bob got that first bathroom all done looking great, you could not believe when you had to redo that, huh? I, I was really upset about it. It was <laughs> one week after we had finished. We thought we were done. We were actually, you know, there's a bunch of delays in getting the products ordered. Sure. Well, not necessarily getting in order, but the wait times. And, you know, just all this time we waited. You know, we were so excited to get it done. We got it done. And then the toilet upstairs in the other unit had loosened up and oh. got the whole ceiling wet. And the whole thing had to get cut, uh, cut out. <laughs> hey, so, Bob, look, Eric's a young guy, right? We're veterans in some of this. You've seen everything. Have you seen anything like that before? Well, I mean, the whole thing started with the upstairs leaking from the bathtub. So that's what started this client on that path. So that was taken care of, and and there were still when we had it all opened up, there were still some questions. So it was everybody made absolutely sure everything was taken care of, and then Eric gets it all wrapped up, and and then that happens. It's just you, you don't run across that very often, no, because we really took our our time to make sure that everything was handled that we knew of upstairs. Is it done now? Is it done now? It, it is done. It is <laughs> if it's not, hey, if it's not, we're kicking him out of here. He's heading out there to get this thing done. It is done now? No, it's done. She's happy. She yeah. had two bathrooms that we had. Uh, you know, the first one was complete, almost complete gut job. You know, new shower, walk-in shower. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a lot of remodeling projects where it started out with the one bathroom with a problem from upstairs, so they had to fix it, and then it grew into that complete bathroom, and then a, a, a good bit of the other bathroom, which was a real challenge, because she had custom painting, custom murals on the wall, and oh. we had to be very careful on removing things and how we filled the space in. And Eric did just a fantastic job with that. Hey, Eric, um, can we get, and and again, you're my co-host, but I want to kind of set this up to get people to understand what your background is, how you ended up becoming a historic restoration carpenter specialist. At uh, it's too hard to say. I'm just going to yeah. say carpenter. I, I really doc- creative, doctor it up. Creative construction of Wisconsin. We could add a bunch of words to that too if you want. I would um, like that. How, so talk about the journey to get to 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 being where you're at right now. Well, it's a long story, but I'll try to make it kind of quick. Yeah. It's, uh, I started off in a apprenticeship youth build program, and that was kind of with Habitat for Humanity. They kind of worked together, and it was at uh, WCTC. And, um, you know, you get your HSCD doing the classes there, and then you go to work, and they pay you to get that. Perfect. And then after that, after I graduated that, I went on to a company called Story Hill Renovations. Sure. I really like them. They're great people there. I'm a big Tom Mainville fan. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. Yes, he is. um, Yeah, and then after that, I actually uh, tried to be a plumber with uh, a company I don't want to name. That's all right. I don't like them very much. You don't have to name them. <laughs> you want to be a plumber, but you learned a lot. Yeah, I did learn a lot. We did a lot of drain tile work. And um, after that, when I found out I didn't like it as much, uh, I talked to Bingo, who had known through Story Hill. Sure. And I was really interested in that line of work because it 
you know, they did all sorts of different stuff every day. It wasn't just remodeling over and over again. And that really interests me. And I've, I've learned so much, you know, everything from masonry, chimneys, roofs. And I got a lot more into like the code, uh, exterior stuff, you know, the water management, everything. Well, I can tell you, almost everything you just talked about, you guys have done at my house. Yeah, Yeah. I can tell you, Zach, um, in that commercial, he says that my wife has him on speed dial. I don't. He's probably not kidding, because anytime I try to do something on my own, something goes wrong, and I'm like, hey, Zach. He goes, I'll be over. Just hold on. Don't do anything else. You don't want to hit a pipe. You don't want to do this, that. And and they come over, and... and, uh, and they fix it. So it ends up actually costing me more money and more time when I try to do something on my own, which people have come up to me, Bob, in the grocery store and go, hey, you're Mike McGivern. Hey, listen, I'm having some shingles. That, that windstorm, I got four shingles in my yard. And I'm wondering, can I put those back? Should I go up there? And I'm like, what? you're asking me? <laughs> really? Hold on. I know who to call. I can tell you who to call. But you're man, you don't want you don't want me to answer that for you. Um, you working alongside Creative Construction Wisconsin? Um, you guys have worked together a long time. Yeah, we have. I mean, I've known Bingo probably twenty years. Yeah, um, and uh, he has always been a, a great resource for me for information, and and he uses me for information that he doesn't know. Um, the thing about Bingo is he has this weird incredible ability to find just the right people to hire everybody he brings on to creative construction is such a um a contributing factor to their success i think i mean everybody seems to just it's could be the the culture i don't know what it is so i feel really uh good that that he chose me to be kind of in there as well i asked him that once because i agree with you and he said look i i had the snack of being able to, to know if somebody's a good person or not. If they're willing to work hard, fit into what we're doing, um, buy into to, to the fact that we want to give back to our community, we want to be that company that people trust, and that's the way we're going to do this stuff. And he said, look, if, if it, they, they're not fitting, then we're going to move on. Either they move on or we move on, but we'll find somebody else that will fit in. Um, do you know something happened yesterday that I got a chance to know his real first name? Oh, really? You didn't find out till yesterday? Yesterday. Oh, okay. And, yeah. So you know it? Oh, yeah. Because I could, I could tell you. Oh, during the break, though, I'm not going out of the air with it because he, he was like, "Hey, hold on, don't give him that." And Deb had to give it to me, yeah. and I, I'm gonna start calling him that. Probably not out of the air because I don't want. He is a sponsor of the show and everything, yeah. and uh, I don't want. I definitely don't want to upset him. Hey, Eric, when you when you joined uh, Creative Construction Wisconsin, were you surprised at the amount of? Um, work that 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 creative construction does with other contractors because look bingo's kind of the first call for a lot of people to say hey look do you know somebody or can you guys assist us here were you surprised at the amount of of different contractors you guys work with rather than just homeowners actually wasn't surprised at all Uh, they i knew they do a lot of commercial work and you know collaborations and stuff you know i mean when it comes to stucco and plaster that you know, most of the inspectors and other contractors around say there's only one guy for that. It's bingo. You know? Well, you know, what's funny it, is the amount of other stuff, though, too. You know, when, when I needed a uh, the, the walkway going up to the, our, our front door was really jacked up. And I had these 
these at that point these three grandsons that lived across the street and i would almost make them walk on the grass because it was so bad and i said look i gotta get this thing fixed and so i called bingo i said who should i call he goes me we got you we'll take care of it and two days later zach was there and four days later a cement truck was there and five days later it was done perfectly and i I didn't understand the, the the amount of things that Creative Construction of Wisconsin offers. And uh, when, when they say they'll come do it, they, they come out and do it really, really well. Hey, um, I want to get to a break. Other side of the break, I was reading some of the things that, that you had sent me, Bob, and I want to start with the open concept. Okay. Um, every And I think they started with, with these TV shows because everybody says, oh, I want, the open, I, I want an open concept. I want an open concept so that when I'm cooking, I can still be part of, you know, the the gathering right. that's in the living room. I think there are people are now starting to figure out that that's not the be all end all. There there are some there are some problems that people come up with when it comes to the open concept, right? Yeah, something happened over the past couple of years that taught us some lessons. Yeah, and we're gonna get to those. And look, I I don't know about you guys, but I still hear it all the time. No, no, I I want it. Because this is exactly what I think it's going to be like. And like you said, there's some lessons that have been learned, and we're going to get into those on the other side of the break. My co-host this week, Eric Mascheski, he is a carpenter specialist. That's all I'm going with. Restoration carpenter specialist. How about that? That's totally well, fine. There you go. Historic for- restoration carpenter. You, 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 got, you, got, you got to throw historic in there. He is a Milwaukee historic we'll just i'll start adding words to it yeah look creative construction wisconsin go to call creativeconstruction.com if you want to talk to eric uh if you want to talk to bingo anybody over there regarding some of the work that you need done and bob sebastian owner of sebastian design by the way how long is sebastian design two years now two two years two years because we're yep. on the golf course together yep I was hitting the ball. You were collecting money. Yeah, that didn't sound right, but that's what yeah. was going on when when this just when you just started this thing. Right, and um, it's been a good two years for you. It sure has, man. Good for you. This is the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric, only on twelve fifty AM. The Fan. If I were a carpenter and you were a lady. Would you marry me anyway? Would you have my baby? Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction Wisconsin. Powered by Current Electric Home, the superhero. You You can get a feel for what the bumper music is going to be today? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll have to come up with something for the second one. Not a lot of songs that say if I were a carpenter, so that was an easy one. Our special guest this week is Bob Sebastian, owner of Sebastian Design, and you can get a hold of them at 414-510-9109. That's me. There it is, 414-510-9109, and my co-host this week, he's a carpenter specialist, that's all I'm going with, Eric Mascheski. He is with Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Hey, Bob, when uh, when people talk about, you know, come in, we, we want to we redo our space, is the first thing they talk about is the open concept? Well, <clears throat> most of the time, especially if we're working with kitchens, um, it is I want to open it up to the rest of the you know the living space. I want to be more connected, and 
there's nothing wrong with that inherently. Uh, the thing is, is if you don't think through the whole process, we've learned that that doesn't work very well in today's um, situation where you may be working from home, where you may have um, kids who are doing things from home and you need that, that additional privacy, that additional separation. So just like anything, you have to think through the whole process. And if you're going to go for an open concept for entertaining and for your day-to-day -day life, you need to make sure that you have your other considerations covered that you have a home office, that you have an area where you can have quiet time. Um, so yeah, it, it's not a bad thing by itself, but it's a bad thing to just throw at a problem and then go from there. Yeah. Eric, do you watch some of these, uh, you know, Love It or Listed or Home or home Improvement shows that are on uh, on the on TV? I try to avoid them. I can, see, I can just see Eric sitting at home with I his. Can, I can too. He's taking notes. No, no I, I try. I try to avoid them. There. Does your wife watch him? No, they're. I tell her all the time. They're actually most of them are fake. They're just reality shows. Hey, don't you tell my wife that. She, uh, uh -uh. Well, if you want a good one, is this old house? That's. This old house. You can actually learn something real. She'll that. watch. Um, she, her favorite is when people are moving from Columbus, Ohio to um, someplace in, I, I don't know, in, uh, in France. Okay. And they're like, look, we need a big space and we need a place to um, entertain all of our new friends, even though we don't speak French and we don't know anybody. <laughs> we don't know anybody. Try, literally, she'll just click it off then. She'll say, they're moving from Columbus, Ohio to Paris, and they're telling the, the real estate person that they need additional space to entertain. And then the, the, the real estate lady will say, well, how, how many people do you think you'll entertain? Well, all of our new friends. Well, how many do you have? Well, we don't know anybody here. <laughs> and it just drives my wife absolutely crazy. I think that those shows, um, I do. I, I believe that that really had, has a lot to do with people going, oh, that's, that open concept is perfect for me. The privacy part, um, the, the smells from the kitchen is, the, is another one where I, I listened to an interview with a guy that said, here's what people don't understand, is when you open this whole thing up, there's a lot of things that that you know from the kitchen side as far as sounds smells things like that that people don't understand are now going to be all over in the house so just be careful with with that taking down walls is always an issue as well right well yeah you you need to worry about the structure of the the building the house um and uh again it's it's if you just like you say, look at the shows and go, oh, I can do that and just do it. Uh, you don't think it through. So there's a lot of things you can do to mitigate the smells that you, you need to understand that, well, you know, if your sink is in the island and the island faces the living room, all your dirty dishes and stuff are right. going to be right there. So you're going to have to keep it clean. Um, and kind, kind of the, the answer in our industry to an open concept kitchen is another kitchen behind the scenes. That's the latest trend. Are you kidding me? Second kitchen. Oh, uh, yep. I can't. Man, no, that's more dishes. Well, I don't. My wife's shaking her head because I. That's. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not strong in that area. Yep. I have to be honest with you. I can hide them really well. 
Oh, yeah, hide yeah. them underneath the sink and all and all of well, that. What, why else do you have that area under the sink? You don't right. use it to put anything else. So people are are one is just kind of a fake kitchen or a show kitchen. It's a show kitchen, and uh, it's 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 developing from the walk-in pantry. Then they added a sink to the walk-in pantry. Then they added a refrigerator, small refrigerator to the walk-in pantry. Then, well, let's put the oven back there in the walk-in pantry. I had a client who had they have a whole second kitchen um, behind the other kitchen. And they actually kind of use both. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's the messy kitchen. Hey, Eric, are you able to, um, and I like asking normally our guests this question, but I'm going to ask you because the first time you've been my co-host, can you go to a housewarming party? Can you go to a, you know, your wife has some friends that you haven't been to their house and you're going to a gathering. Can you just walk in and enjoy your stay there? Or are you always looking around going, yeah, I'm not sure why they did that. I would have changed this. Wait, are you able to just, or are you looking all the time? I, I can't stop looking. Everything. Every time I see anything, it's it. I see every little flaw, and so it's a curse. It's it, also a blessing, but it's a curse in my personal life. Are you able to keep it to yourself, or do you get in the car with your wife and go, "Man, can you believe that they did that?" I bite my tongue. You do. That's it. You're a smart boy, right there. Yeah. You are smart. Same thing for you. I mean, you you've been in this for a long time. You can't go to a a housewarming party or somebody's new house and not walk and look around, right? No, I can't. And uh, right now. We have very, very close friends who just moved to Florida, and they're building a home. So he sent me the plans. He's Every day is updates, which nothing is happening, which is just <laughs> it's terrible. But um, so I get pictures of, of framing that's like, this doesn't seem right, isn't it? It's like, well, no, but maybe it's just temporary or whatever. So, um, you know, I get to see how they build in Florida, which is kind of scary. Um, and oh, they're uh, and and I have two brothers in Florida, and you can't swing a dead cat without finding them building something new. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 crazy down there. A hundred hundred percent. It's just they're they waited so long. Their home they were supposed to be in in June, and the house is just framed. They just started putting in HVAC um, ductwork. When do you think they'll move in? Probably November, and that's and that's all. About a year and a half, almost two and a half years after they signed the contract. Oh man, I don't have that kind of patience, Eric. I was telling you about a week from a week ago Friday about me just trying to get out of downtown and the lack of patience I had for that, and that was forty-five minutes. This is two years, two and a half years. There's no chance I'd have that kind of patience, Eric. What part of the process for you, when you're working with Bob Sebastian, what part of the process is best? for you is it is it the beginning the the planning part that when bob comes to you and says okay here's what i need is it in the middle of it while you're doing it or is it at the end when the project's done i would say honestly i enjoy all of it if it's you know well orchestrated you know everything goes well start to finish it's it's really easy when you got someone like bob sebastian right who, you know i can call if there's a question about the plans or any other issues that might arrive i would say the worst part really is like wait times in some materials Bob and I actually had a bathroom, I would say, sometime last year. And uh, you know, these people kind of under-budgeted their bathroom because they wanted a, I don't remember exactly how much, but it was a $10,000, $20,000 bathtub that came from across the sea. And they were waiting months and months for that. And they were getting really upset about it. And that really caused a lot of stress for us. So I would say that was 
not fun. Did you find, Bob, has that been always in, in this industry or just here in the last couple of years that the wait time on all this has just been ridiculous? It's been growing prior to the pandemic. You would get longer and longer, but incrementally, not a lot. Um, then the pandemic hit. And I think it first started with the 2008-2009 when we lost a lot of people in our industry. And um, the companies didn't refill those positions. So that's when it really started to, to grow, but incrementally. Then the pandemic hit and uh, it got so much worse. And then like our bathtub issue was compounded by the... Um, the ship stuck in the Suez sure. Canal. Yeah. So there were just there were just ships <laughs> stacked out on the West Coast waiting to be unloaded in Long Beach or Seattle or wherever, and there was nobody to unload them. And there, it still is like that. It's still like that. It's getting better, but yeah, we waited uh, seven months for a tub that was supposed to be in in like two. Yeah, uh, I was listening to the Brewer game a couple weeks ago. They were out in San Francisco, and they said, "Look, we." there's like 15 boats just sitting there. And one of the announcers said, what we should do is come up with like a a water taxi service to go out and let these guys get off the boat and come into town for a while and then turn around and bring them back. I'm thinking, you know, could could we get a boat to go get that tub? (laughs) Right? Well, eventually they they left the queue in Long Beach and they went up to Seattle to try and get it unloaded quicker, which didn't seem to work much better, but maybe it did. Um, so yeah, they actually moved the ship. Eric, so the frustration isn't for you personally until the client gets frustrated. And obviously they know that you're not like in charge of the ship that's bringing this, but it's all, is it hard not to say, hey, look, I don't know why you ordered it from there and, and this type of tub, but you had to know that it was going to take a little while. I'm sure once it gets done and it's in and they're enjoying it, you know, everybody's happy. But but I understand that whole process of, look, you, you want them to be happy and you don't want them mad at you guys. But, man, it's hard not to, right? It's hard it's, not to say, Eric, you said, you said this be here in four months. It's now seven months and it's not even... It hasn't hit land yet. You know, we tr- we try to steer some of our customers in the right direction as far as materials and the price. But, you know, people want what they want, and that's okay. But we try to put it in their heads or try to, you know, make the point, hey, this is going to take a long time, or this is going to cost four times the cost. Or, yeah. You know, and that can be really bothersome. And then we hear about it all hey, the time. And- Eric, and, and I'm going to ask you the same question, Bob, and I've asked you this in the past, and I think that even more today than it would have been six or seven months ago, but setting expectations for your clients, I mean, really setting strong expectations by by maybe even going a little bit further than you think it's going to happen. But how important is that for, for you to, to say, listen, here's we, we can get this job done, but here's what it's going to take us this long. And here's the reason why. Well, over the last decade, I learned that you got to definitely. Definitely got to hammer that point to their heads. You got to really say, hey, this is going to take a long time. 
And yeah, over the time, I've realized how important it is. More so now after the pandemic. Hundred percent. Same same question, Bob. And and I look, you're a communication guy, so I'm sure you're in communication with these clients a lot. But that initial setting expectations, where if somebody wants something done now, and you know it's not going to get done until February of 2023. But it's a good piece of business, and they go, no, we need to have it done by November. And you know for a fact you can't do it. That's a hard conversation to have with people. You know, it was harder before we got all of these issues from the pandemic. You know, you didn't know that it was going to be as bad as it was. So in the beginning, the people who started their projects earlier didn't have the solid advice from contractors and designers and architects and so on because we didn't know well now we know and we know what can happen so every project when i'm working with a client in the beginning starts with windows are going to be you know 15 to 30 weeks you know plumbing fixtures are are maybe not as bad as they used to be cabinets are are way out so do you want to do this quickly? Do you want to do this the way you want to do it? We have to plan accordingly. He is Bob Sebastian. He's the owner of Sebastian Design. On the other side of the break, the five P's impacting home design in the age of work from home. I read this thing twice. It made me laugh, actually, because these are things you never thought about years ago no ever and we're going to talk to bob about that again the five p's impacting home design in the age of work from home some people heading back to the office still a number of people that are working from home and the people i talk to that are still working from home go look i never want to go back to the office i want to stay at home so these five uh, p's that are impacting that home design are very relevant um, in today's world. My co-host this week is Eric Mascheski. He is a historic restoration carpenter specialist. Ooh, he got it. <laughs> Bang. Call the mic drop. <laughs> For Creative Construction of Wisconsin. This is the Home Improvement Show. And as always, we're built by those guys. Creative Construction Wisconsin, powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. A kiss for luck and we're on our way. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin, powered by Kurt Electric, home of the superhero. That's the Carpenters. There's song two. Gotta find a third one, pal. <laughs> We're trying, man. I know there's nothing with historic restoration carpenter specialist in any song anywhere ever written that I know of. He is Eric Mascheski. He is uh, my my co-host this week. Want to say hello to Melissa um, and Grandpa Bill. Grandpa Bill, uh, man, this is a good young man. I'll tell you that. I know you're really proud of him. And and Melissa, he, uh, dear, man. During every break, all he talks about is the love that he has for you. Isn't that right, Bob? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, this isn't faith in the zone, so I get to lie on this show a little bit. Just so you you know, our special guest is Bob Sebastian, owner of Sebastian Design. Best way to get a hold of you is that phone number? Yeah, that, that phone number. There, I have an email as well. 414-510-9109. Located in Wauwatosa. Wauwatosa. I'll tell you what, um, Bob and I have known each other a long time, 
And Bob has a gift that uh, there are other people I've had on this show as well that I really envy. He can see things well before they, they happen. And that's not a gift that I have. Uh, that and I'm tone deaf, so I can't sing a lick. <laughs> other than that, yeah, I got a lot of problems. You got a lot going on. No, I, other, yeah, not many. I have to be honest. Um, do you see, before we get to the five P's impacting home design, uh, do you see, and we're not going to talk as much about trends as I thought we would today, but are there one or two trends that you see? Gray's still a big, big color and everything. Everybody's still using gray? Gray should go away. Gray that should go away. Great. I'll tell you two things right now. <clears throat> gray, if it's a cool gray and a white, make it go make it go away. If you have a warm gray, a taupe, that's your the colors are tending more towards the natural and the warmer tones. So if you really think that oh I gotta have gray to sell my house, then go to a, a taupe. Okay. Um, so you have a grayish a grayish, I guess is the best way if you have to. Um, the other thing that should go away are barn doors. Barn doors are are a trend. They're they're going to date your home, and they are not very functional. So you should just avoid them. So when we bought this house thirty five years ago, there's shade carpeting. We've never replaced it, and it's come back. So no, it's we. Come, it, I'm only shade carpeting has I come know, back I in know. very high fashion <laughs> situations. So you're way ahead of the trend. Hey, there's Mike. a lot of high fashion going on <laughs> at Eighty in Townsend. <laughs> City of Milwaukee. Yeah, there's it's all over the place, by the way. And you know, uh, we do not have shape carpeting, by the way. <laughs> Just so you know, we have some nice hardwood floors, though. So, um, hey, the five P's impacting home design in the age of work from home. And thank you for sending this to me. And and I read this a couple of times this morning because it kind of made me laugh, thinking, man, I don't know if you know this would have been thought about a while ago. But there is a quote, uh, Mary Cook, um, 25 years ago, nobody dreamed that one of the largest logistical challenges for multifamily developments would be how to handle all those Amazon deliveries. Now delivery processes is as vital as plumbing. And I started laughing. I thought, you're right. And the first P is packages, right? Where and how and, and depending on where you're living, how can we get things delivered to our home um, you know, easily and directly and the shapes and sizes of all of it? That's one of the, the piece from working from home that you have to think about when you're talking about home design. That's something that affects absolutely everybody with the way that um, purchasing has gone online from brick and mortar. Everybody has packages delivered. Um, I mean, if Amazon is doing it, most of the time I can have a key delivery. So they get in my garage, they put it in there. I have a camera in my garage. So, you know, I know who's going in there and whatever. But um, if it's not Amazon, if it's FedEx or the USPS or whatever, where do you put it? And there are some great solutions for that that nobody ever thought of even three years ago that you would even need. But um, you can you can have package vestibules uh, that the delivery person can get in, put it inside, but it doesn't get into your locked home, and you know people don't see the packages sitting out on the on the porch. Um, there are the same process that the key system that Amazon uses with garages you can have in a locker that's in your home because they have those remote lockers right. where you can go pick up an Amazon package. Well, you can have that at your home. 
So there's there's lots of simple solutions, um, but again, it just takes a bit of thought. And it's like, oh yeah, because I'm on the the next door app, you know that neighborhood. Sure. App? And constantly, oh my packages got stolen off right. my porch, and my packages got stolen, and my camera caught it. But what good does that do? It's <laughs> I get to see my package get stolen. Well, you know, so this takes care of you know probably 95 percent of that and it's a simple solution do you know kroger delivery pick and save is a big client of mine and kroger delivery has started a new process here they built a brand new uh, facility down uh, in pleasant prairie and um a, a workmate of mine jeff Soley, set this up 59 dollars for the year and now they 99 if you want it next day or same day 59 it'll be next day and they have these big beautiful kroger trucks refrigerated so when you order ice cream man it comes just like it was frozen uh and you picked it up yourself 35 dollars minimum and so this buddy of mine said look this is a game changer for me and my wife yeah he came in monday he said yesterday we needed we said boy we need more gatorade Okay, let's order it. And, and they, they got the next day delivery, but it came every time they've ordered it so far, it's come the same day. He said, when I order bananas anywhere else, they come either green or brown. These things were gold and yellow. And he goes, this thing is unbelievable, yeah. $59 for the year. And so like with that kind of stuff, to be able to have someplace thought out, if you're going to be doing some home improvement where that can be dropped off easily, securely, and, and kept how you want it kept is really important. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, you can get as elaborate as you want. If you do a lot of or you have medicine that gets delivered that has to be refrigerated, you could maybe have a small, you know, dorm room type refrigerator in there and the delivery person would just put it in the fridge. So you don't have to worry about it spoiling or melting or whatever over time. And these are things that you can think of up front and just allow the space for. Eric, there's no way that we would have thought about this. And Bob said even three years ago, imagine what, you know, I'm going to be long retired, but imagine 10, 15 years from now what you you guys are going to be dealing with and having to think about and having to do is is totally different than what you're doing now. I don't think that far ahead. That's... You better. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Sebastian has to. You better. Let him do Yeah, Well, b let Bingo, Zach, and Sam have to do that because I, I think if you're not thinking ahead, Bob, on some of this, you're going to be left behind. Yeah, I mean, that's all part of the process when working with clients is, you know, you're not only the marriage counselor sometimes, but you're the futurist. You're thinking, you know, how long are you going to be here? Um, and, you know, that's that's kind of a loaded question, too, because how often do people buy a house and go, I'm only going to be here a few years, and then 15 years later, they're still in that house? Right. So you have to help them think through the process, and, and then you – then start planning accordingly. So ha half the time you're Dr. Phil, half the time you're Oprah Winfrey, or how does that? You know, you're, right? <laughs> sometimes that's the, you know that's the case, and and uh, you know, like a therapist, I get calls and texts at nine and ten o'clock at night. And it, not from Eric though. Not from Eric. No, because nope. Melissa and him are tight, man. They, no problem. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't have problems. No, right? Grandpa Bill's right there for you in case you need him. That's the key. Hey, let's get before we get to a break. So the first P, and again, there's five of them is the packages that I don't think people really have thought about. Second is pets. Pets. Everybody, you know, 
pets are so important. They've always been important, but now they just seem to be real front of mind for a lot of people. So now you plan your home, and it's not just a matter of having a pet door in your door. It's, you know, a dog wash station, um, you know, rather than try and get the dog in the bathtub, which is not necessarily good for you to kneel on the hard tile floor and whatever. Man. So creating these spaces that you know you can take care of your pet you know where do you put the giant bag of dog food where do you you know keep all these different things so again these are things we're starting to consider in like the mud room the kitchen you know where do the food bowls go so i don't kick them every time i'm walking through things like that so you think about it you know according to american pet products during the pandemic adoption and ownership of pets is an all-time high 70 percent 70 percent i'm in the minority on that one well i just hope these people keep their pets yeah i do too do you have any pets i don't no we, we just don't have time for it we have kids i wouldn't say they're pets but... <laughs> <laughs> how many kids do you have i got two yeah and, two they, girls. and their names ellie and cc you think they're listening uh, I hope so. <laughs> they're sitting. You know well, what they're, they're doing? They, they hear it. They're, they're not listening. They're hanging out with with Grandpa Bill is what they're doing. Probably, yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. I'm Papa with mine. I got five grandsons. I'd like a granddaughter one time. Just, just I'd keep like waiting. anything. Yeah, okay. keep, I, I got five of these grandsons, and one's crazier than... No, they're all good boys. Mm-hmm. My wife right now is, out. don't you say that about my boys. <laughs> that's and, and you know what? Why we're, why we're going to be moving is and when we are it's kind of like okay how far is this going to be from katie's house how far is this going to be from matthew's house and right now we're about 15 minutes from each so now when my son moves we got to figure out that i said honey i don't know if we're gonna be able to get that lucky again she goes oh we better yeah you're not you're not (laughs) taking me away from these boys Hey, let's uh, get to a break. We'll get the other three P's. And uh, I can tell you there's there's three more that I didn't think about two of these. I thought about the third one. But uh, what we're talking about right now, the five P's impacting home design in the age of work from home. He is Bob Sebastian. He's our special guest. Sebastian Design. And when you th- when you listen to him think through all this, the packages and the pets, you know that he's a guy you might want to talk to as you're starting to put together um, a design for some home improvement at your house. Again, Sebastian Design, 414-510-9101. 510-9101. And my co-host this week, he's doing a great job, Bingo. You might be out in two weeks, just so you know. Eric Mischewski, he is a historic restoration carpenter specialist at Creative Construction in Wisconsin. Go to callcreativeconstruction.com. This is the Home Improvement Show. Built by Creative Construction and powered by Current Electric, home of the superhero. Only on 1250 AM, The Fan. If I were a carpenter and you were a lady... Would you marry me anyway? Would you have my baby? You know, Melissa said yes twice, by the way. If you oh, were not, not, not about marrying you twice, but having these two beautiful daughters you were talking about. It's a blessing. It, it, they're not pets is what you're saying. I'm going to go home and get my bubble. Yeah, that whole pet line, you're in trouble, boy. Melissa's just steaming right now. And Grandpa Bill's like, settle down. He didn't mean that. He's trying to get to have your back on this one. My co-host this week, he's Eric Mascheski. He is the Historic Restoration Carpenter Specialist at Creative Construction of Wisconsin. Our special guest is Bob Sebastian, 
owner of Sebastian Design. I think I said that number wrong. 414-510-9109. is the number to get a hold of Bob Sebastian. Hey, Bob, so we've gotten through two of these. I want to get through the rest before we get out of here. The five P's impacting home design in the age of work from home. We went through packages, went through pets. The third is plugins. Yeah, plugins are kind of an interesting thing. Everybody um, talks about the drop zone. You know, oh, we come in from the family entry, whether it's the garage or a separate door, or whatever, and we want to have a place to put our stuff and plug it in. And, and, and I, I always tell them, well, Really? Do you leave your phone back in the back hall while you do the walk around the house? And 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 no. Do you think you'll go back there to plug it in at night before you? No. So what we need to do is figure out where the plugins need to be, not so much one place for the plugins. Now there's you know it's nice to have that back there if you have an iPad that you don't use all the time or whatever, but you need to have the proper plugins for all the different things you have, and it could be the bathroom. Um, people don't necessarily think of that, but that might be where you leave your phone at night. Who knows? Next to the bed is an obvious one. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The, th- the fourth is play. And it's interesting because adults, 66% are concerned with pandemic interfering with their healthy habits. And look, we're, we've broken out, obviously. We can go back and start working out and we can get into gyms. But when you're working from home, and a lot of people are, you want to think about a space that can can foster activity and within the home and then on the outside of the home as well do you look at that part of it for the for people yeah the the thing you mentioned about the outside of the home so much of play has become even in wisconsin outside um the the patios the outdoor kitchens the you know, all people are spending a lot more time out there. Screen porches, huge. Um, so, and then inside, figuring out multifunctional spaces that work. So you can have a gym that can function as an office as well, because usually you don't have someone working out when someone's working. Whereas having a playroom in an office, probably not a great combination. Well, and you know, it's nice about having two little ones the way Eric does. Him and Melissa are outside with these two kids all the time, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Look, now it's not he's, TV. Now Eric. he's getting. He's all of a sudden. <laughs> look at my co-host. You got to give me more than that. And I, you, Melissa, he was only kidding. Don't be mad at him. Hey, the last, and I think this is the most important part: personal space and privacy. And in that article, you said an increasing lack of privacy has been linked to mental health issues in recent years, and I. I think it's so important that that people think of that personal space and that privacy. Yeah, and it it's your personal space, not necessarily your personal space with your partner, wife, husband, because you need your own time as well uh, to be to have a healthy relationship. So don't you know people go oh we do everything together well maybe that's not so good let's have a little you know alone time so and it doesn't have to be you know people go my god my house is going to be huge well no you just have to design the spaces properly that's the dr phil part yeah that is the dr phil part he's bob sebastian from sebastian design i think it works great that my wife and i do everything together I know. Look, no. I coached basketball for 36 years. Where I, when I retired from coaching, my wife, after about six months, she goes, "I thought you'd be home more." And I said, "No, I got other things. I got games I got to go to. I got practices. 
just not my own right. now. And um, she's very uh, she's very good at at that part. Hey, listen, well, I'm going to head over to Katie's house, hang out with the boys for a while. You know, you turn on your game and and or turn on that MMA stuff you like watching, and I'll be back later. Uh, it works out uh, really well. But that personal space and privacy. That quote, and I highlighted it, increasing lack of privacy has been linked to mental health issues. Make sure you take that into consideration. If you have any questions about what we talked about today, I would suggest to give Bob Sebastian a call. Owner of Sebastian Design, 414-510-9109. Eric, that personal space and personal time, it's a little bit tough where you're at at this point. The kids are young. They they how, never how, want to be without us. How old are they? Uh, my oldest is two and a half. My youngest is one and a couple months. Man, oh man, busy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's it, we do get our own space, dude. We still find a way to make it work. You know, we got our basement, and that one's actually kind of open concept. We got the playroom on one side, and then the bar slash pool room on the other. Is that the man cave part? Yes, definitely. There you go. Those things. Hey, really quickly, what, I, we've only got about a minute left. The the whole man cave that Bingo Emmons wants to just make sure he brings back in a big way. That's kind of second. Uh, it's kind of dropped off a little bit. Yeah, you don't need a man cave with all of the bells and whistles. You just need your own space. And and if you really stop and think, you know what what it is that you really need. And it's not all that stuff. No, it really isn't. Hey, thank you so much. It's good to see you again. Uh, Bob Sebastian, owner of Sebastian Design. Um, it's good to see you. Keep up the good work and looking forward to seeing you again. Yep. Thanks, Mike. You bet. Eric Mischewski, my co-host. I got a feeling Bingo Emmons might be out now. Yeah, he's done. He's his done. career's over. <laughs> he has, his career's <laughs> over. He is my new co-host, I guess. It's going to be up to Deb Emmons, by the way. Because that might be the personal space that she needs when Bingo comes in studio. She might be a little upset that he's home every Saturday morning. (laughs) Well, you guys are going to deal with that. You'll have to be Dr. Phil in that. Eric, thanks a lot. Did a good job today. Yeah, thank you. You bet. Thanks for listening. This is the Home Improvement Show built by Creative Construction Wisconsin, powered by Kern Electric, home of the superhero, only on 1250 AM, The Fan.